0: Welcome to the Voices in Union podcast with Reggie Jackson and Maria Hamilton. Good morning, Maria. How are you doing today? I'm um, doing good, Reggie. How are you? Doing well. So you, you know you got to tell me about your trip to D.C.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> i don't even know where to begin uh, <laughs> we uh left last wednesday me and uh Sha tay taylor and uh her name it is Didi davis uh flew down to washington for the march uh i knew that the mothers of the movement had uh, j but as always with Reverend Sharpton, uh, everything is last minute. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, that Wednesday, uh, I pretty much rested up uh, later on that evening. We went to the Martin Luther King Memorial. Uh, and it was so hot while we were there. Oh my God, I ain't felt that. it? Fat.
0: Wow. I uh, didn't realize it was that fat. hot there. Yes. Yeah, the
1: entire time, even when it rained, uh, <laughs> <and they laughs> cool off. it just got more, uh, it, it seemed like it got hotter and, and, and more muggier. Mm. Um, so after doing some sightseeing I got in contact with Eric Garner's mother uh-huh. um, she was asking me like where had I been and I'm like I ain't been nowhere ain't nobody contacted me <laughs> <laughs> so I just was going to play by ear and attend the march and you know just trying to enjoy myself while I was there Mm -hmm. Uh, but a part of doing so she gave me the artillery so uh, that Thursday afternoon we had a brunch and moms from all over the United States were there Uh, some I knew some I didn't know and we had the opportunity to uh, they were doing a documentary so I think like every ten or fifteen minutes, one of the moms was going upstairs to do her interview, mm-hmm. and then we all came down and just had a conversation, you know, okay. about our kids and mm-hmm. uh, the goods and the bads of their cases and. Uh, Not only did we talk about Jacob Blake, uh, there was another young man, mom, that was there from Alabama, whose son had been beaten, Mm -hmm. damn near to death, but he survived. And she had pictures of him uh, after he had several surgeries, and she was saying that no, he didn't die, but it killed his spirit to live.
0: Yeah,
1: so that was actually really kind of hard to hear. And this young man was 15 years old. When
0: mm. he wow,
1: um, there were a lot of new moms, uh, Sabrina knew some of. Them. I didn't realize that uh, Ohio had so many deaths after uh, after Tamir Rice uh, mm-hmm. being shot by the police.
0: Yeah,
1: so that was extremely hard. With everything that's going on in Kenosha, mm-hmm. uh, they did inquire about. Um, of the state of the rioting chain and everything that's going on in kenosha since kenosha is such a small city mm-hmm. uh, when you watch it on TV it's like the entire it looks like the entire town is totally burnt up
0: right right uh,
1: and and i think that's the way uh, the media has played it out uh uh And I I actually thought that I would hear more about uh, the protesters, Mm -hmm. but they were talking a lot about uh, Donald Trump, uh, him selling his militarized police into Portland and Mm -hmm. Wisconsin. Uh, There was a lot of conversation around a young man who did the shooting in Kenosha? And uh, it was—it's was just mind-boggling that all these people can die, and we can see it, and nobody is being held accountable in real time. Uh, we did go to the White House Thursday night, and uh, there was a protest out there on the north end and uh i mean literally i mean there were people from australia from paris from the bahamas from, the, from jamaica from puerto rico i mean all over the world to actually participate in this march mm-hmm. and want to see the change uh and want to be a part of the change i met a young man from uh from Denver that says he quit his job and uh, him and his family are living off of uh, his life's savings while he participates. And I met his wife and his children and uh, they were white people and they were just so upset at what we've been going through all of these years to hear hear people's stories about how they have been treated and people are just in awe uh, to the degree of, of struggle that mm-hmm. black people have. Because yeah. uh, they were we taught that black people didn't want nothing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we were all criminals. Uh, we all have the tendency to hurt people in our community just because, you know Mm
0: -hmm. what I'm saying?
1: And I'm like, I can't even fathom what that even looks like, you know what I'm saying? For Mm -hmm. somebody to be in that mindset every day that all you contemplate on is hurting someone. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I know that they've seen, a lot of them have seen the slave stories
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, about some of the slaves on the plantation where they were beaten and uh, uh, they turnt, how they turned on each other so that's the that's the image of black people that have played in their mindset in the uh, throughout throughout history mm-hmm. in our community. So when with every now and then, you know, they'll flash something about uh slavery or something on the TV mm-hmm. and those images are embedded into white people's mind as to that's how our ghettos look. Right, right. And for them not to even come to these neighborhoods that's the only imagery that they have. That's the only interacting uh, that they actually have of, of black people. And um, that narrative has to be changed. Uh, the march was a, it was a BS to me.
0: <laughs> but Tell me why you say not, that, Maria.
1: Right. Yeah, I wanted to literally say the words, but (laughs) Al Sharpton uh, asked 500, about 500 to 1,000 families to come um, to that march. And they came anticipating on someone in their family having the opportunity to speak about their loved one case on Mm -hmm. national TV. And right. he did it for the numbers, just like Donald Trump, you know mm, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, just to get people there. And, uh, it was really, really hurtful, uh, mm. to turn all of the people away from, uh, not having the opportunities to tell their stories. Yeah. Uh, um, it was so, so hot. Uh, mm-hmm. they worked social distancing, um it was really kind of awful to see all the people in there. Uh, and no one, well, everybody had to have masks, mm-hmm. but no one was actually social distancing and yeah, kind of scared me. So I literally went uh, up on the balcony and, uh, just pretty much set up there <laughs> on the side uh, of the uh, podium mm-hmm. uh, until it got overcrowded. Then I literally moved on the side of the Lincoln Memorial, and, uh, just pretty much just trying yeah. to hear what I can hear. But I was uh, very pleased that Joel... Acevea's father had the opportunity to speak. And uh, when they said the Floyd family was there, we seen all these people in these these purple shirts. And it was like 60 or 70 people. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was so many people up there. They were like, open up, open up. Y'all gonna have to take two steps back. But it was like 60 some people. I know all the people wasn't his family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People were uh, kind of offended that they kind of came in grows and literally just took over the whole stage area and, uh, and got kind of rowdy. But I was like, mm. you know something, when you put people in that position where uh they're assuming that their turn is coming mm-hmm. and uh, they're denied that
0: opportunity, you're going to have that problem. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just like if you win a lottery, you're going to find out a whole lot of family members you never heard of before, right? So, right. you know, they're getting a lot of notoriety from all of this. So, you know, it's to be expected. Uh, but you know, when you were talking about how they're showing Kenosha looks like the whole city, like, you know, has been destroyed. That reminds me of what happened in Sherman Park here in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. You know, the way it was covered nationally, you know, I have people from around the country calling me, Reggie, you okay? Is everything all right? I'm like, dude. Right. It's like eight fires, man. This is a city with six hundred thousand people. It. I mean, the first of all, the fire at the gas station was eight blocks away from all the rest of the fire. So, you know, it, it wasn't nearly as bad as people thought it was. But that's how the media has to cover stuff. They have to have a story. And, you know, I, I've been to Kenosha many times, many times, Maria. And right. I know from the images I've seen, all the places I've seen, this looks very familiar to to places i've seen when i've been in coach actually one of the churches that i did work at down there was uh, a place that suffered some fire damage and their pa- the, the pastor of the church came out with a statement that said we'd rather lose a uh, hundred buildings than lose another life right. so he's like you know it, it's a building you can you can rebuild it i mean it's it's some old you know uh historical building but he's like it, it ain't I, more I important just, than people's like lives old historical you know, not more important than anybody's life right uh, and and i find it very interesting the way that they're covering this this kid that murdered these folks and just nobody's even talking about his mama driving him there and then driving him back home after he killed somebody i mean if that's not an accessory to murder i don't know what is oh here jump in the car let's drive back home so you can sleep in your bed tonight i know you just killed two people but it's okay you know i want you to sleep on your comfortable pillow tonight And, like, they're giving him a pass, but they gave Dylan Ruth a pass. Every time white kids shoot up their school, they give them a pass. So, you know, this doesn't come as a surprise to me, the way this boy is being treated. Uh, But imagine if there was somebody black that had killed two white people. Uh, It would be a whole different story.
1: He's in the juvenile detention center?
0: You know his whole history by now. All the bad stuff, at least. You wouldn't know any of the good stuff. You wouldn't hear about, you know, making an honor roll or perfect attendance in fourth grade or anything like that. But every bad thing he's ever done, you would know that. But, you know, but this is yeah. typical. I, you know, I'm, I'm working on a piece right now about how America loves to celebrate white criminals. How you right. can literally become famous <laughs> by committing the crime as a white person. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we celebrate criminals. I mean, I, 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 some movies I can't even watch anymore because I'm like, wait a minute. Wh- why is it that the white people get to be criminals and bad people and you get to fall in love with him in a movie? It's like, oh, he's such a, you know, like I, as much as I love, you know, Breaking Bad, Walter White was a terrible person. But it's like, oh, he's a lovable, terrible person. Right. <laughs> you know, he murdered people. All this stuff, but you know, they, they write it in such a way that, you know, he's not such a bad guy. You know, Wallace is a pretty good guy overall. So, you know, I just find it very interesting that once again, we have a white person committing murder and being treated with kid gloves by the cops. You know, they were giving this boy and and other militia members bottled water earlier that day. And there's a video that somebody told me about, I haven't seen it, where the militia members uh, were basically saying that, you know, the cops said they're going to push the protesters down here towards us. Right? But it was, it was the
1: sheriff that Mm -hmm. told the militia leader, commander, that he was going to push the protesters his way and for them to deal with it. And wow. He, in turn, did a press conference telling the news media that this man actually did this.
0: So the, the militia leader did a press conference yep. and told the media that's what the sheriff did.
1: Yep, that's what the sheriff told him. Wow. Wow.
0: Uh, both of them. Wow. And, of course, he still has a job,
1: though.
0: Yes. Yes. Business as usual. This is America.
1: Right. And and the mayor actually did an interview yesterday, and they were asking him about it, asking mm-hmm. him about uh, how this young man was treated and... Uh, he was like, well, it was so much noise. There was a lot of screaming. There was a lot of confusion. They didn't actually me know what was going
0: on. Oh, there it was, it was a lot of people saying he's the one that just shot people too, right? right? Somehow they missed that part. Right. Yeah. And all the yelling and, and screaming. What, right. And that's what
1: the uh, news reporter said, that people were screaming that he had killed someone. He had mm-hmm. killed some people. He had yeah. just shot people. As yep. he was running that way, and mm-hmm. that was why he got tackled. And he turned around and shot somebody because they were trying to stop him from getting away.
0: Yeah, the sk- and, the guy with the skateboard was the right. one that they tried to 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 take him into custody. Yes, so he got killed. Uh, wow, I'm,
1: it's just so sad. Uh, I I feel for. Uh, the Blake family, his mm-hmm. father, uh, is, is literally standing up like he told Donald Trump. If you don't want to talk with me to my with my attorney, no, I don't want to talk to you. And Donald Trump mm-hmm. talking about I deal with enough attorneys. What that got to do mm-hmm. with you giving your condolences to this man and his family?
0: Right. And
1: his son is laying there paralyzed
0: on the way down mm-hmm. yeah but he, he's willing to talk to their pastor but not there like come right. on man give right. me a break but he didn't want the attorney on the file well you know what that's too bad that's yeah. just really but you know what it, it, it doesn't come as a surprise uh he has shown i mean first of all he never even mentioned jacob blake in, in a positive way i mean he, he literally literally said that jacob blake in uh and George Floyd were bad people, Mm. you know, That there's just some criminals and bad people. I saw, I saw, you know, him on CNN saying that. So why all of a sudden people think he's going to have something nice to say to the family when he didn't already call this man a criminal? You know, it's just, it's just really uh, disheartening to see this, but not surprising. Right. And, you know, at some point, Maria, I, I think we have to be realistic about stuff. And understand that, you know, the protesting is wonderful, but we got to get off of the streets with the protesting and start getting into the Capitol building in Madison and demanding that these folks in Madison do something. I mean, they they tell me, oh, yeah, we're we're, we're looking at a police reform bill and we're going to have a press conference and talk about it. And then it lasts less than a minute. Right. But they're
1: gambling out because Mm -hmm. they're the majority. And they oh, yeah. don't even want to look at it now. Exactly. All of a sudden, exactly. Everybody is talking about it mm-hmm. now and he done executive order. Yeah. You got in, and you wanna talk about funding for some shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. And save again. Yeah. Yeah. But all of these millions of millions of people. That's all from work. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to talk talk about unemployment. You don't want to talk about uh, health care. And all of these people are dying, they lost their insurance with their job and can't mm-hmm. afford to independently buy insurance. And you mm-hmm. want to gavel in and gavel out because you want rich people to get more richer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad.
1: Yeah, I don't know, uh, but all in all, um, the Washington trip, I, I felt like it was necessary for uh, people to come together. Uh, they had some amazing speakers, mm-hmm. uh, Martin Luther King's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's twelve. Mm-hmm. Actually, just walked the house down. Oh yeah uh-huh. i think maybe it had to have been over ten thousand people mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, even though there were protests going on in washington, um we did get tear gassed one mm-hmm. night, and uh I wasn't out there the first couple of nights, but they've been protesting um. Uh, since Floyd died too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really kind of, it was totally different from here because those particular police officers were trying to prevent arresting people mm-hmm. uh, until uh, the kids started throwing fireworks and throwing stuff back at them like the canisters and all that type of stuff so a few mm-hmm. people did get hurt uh I literally got some of the bullets that they were shooting uh, off the ground mm-hmm. and, and brought home with me uh but for the most part uh going to the White House on the I think it was the south west side of the building. Uh, where they have the uh, Black Lives Matter um, uh, wrote uh, mm-hmm. on until the entry of the White House, uh, it's like a, a makeshift um, just lake of portraits of people who have been killed by the police. Uh, mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. a picture of Detry up there already. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, the rain had damaged it. So Mm -hmm. I actually went and had another picture done and, uh, his bio and Mm -hmm. put it up on the fence. And I went and purchased a picture of Seville Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. met Sedan and his wife there so they could hang that picture. Mm -hmm. Mm It was, it was really a good experience to uh, be with them. Uh, the young lady, Dee Dee Davis, her birthday was actually on the day of the March. So uh-huh. that Saturday, uh, the place where we had went, cause we actually got honored as well and got certificates. We went back to that location and just so happened the owner, uh, it was her birthday. So Mm -hmm. we actually had the opportunity to celebrate both of their birthdays in that space where all the moms had came and had dinner. Uh, And at that point, Hey, it was time to come back home. It it seemed like it wasn't, we weren't even there for days, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I feel really positive and hopeful that people receive the message that was delivered there, that they got to do something. You yeah. know, you, yeah. you just can't come uh, here to Washington and um, go back home and things, your reactions and things that you do on a daily basis remain the
0: same. Right, right.
1: And I got to go into this appointment.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Well, <laughs> have, a, have a good day, Maria. Good talking to you. Thanks for the update about the Washington trip. And, you know, I, I know that something will happen between now and next week that we'll have uh, <laughs> the ability to talk about because something happening almost every day. So uh, right. uh, have a have a great day. Take care of yourself.
1: You as well, Reggie.
0: All right. Take care. Okay.